a little bit on a Saturday. Keep it going, Trev. No, no, keep it faded up, man. I really am still hurting about the suicide of Chester Bennington, lead singer Linkin Park. Because whatever you may say, uh, listen, uh, I could be a music snob just like, uh, you know, the Mike Ryans of the world. But there was something about the emergence of Linkin Park in a, around 99, 2000 that connected to where I was at in my life. So despite the fact that. Musically, they're not, you know, they'll never be compared to Zeppelin or, uh, you know, choose whatever band you want, you know. Brad Delson on the guitar is not going to be confused with Gary Clark Jr. Rob Burden on the drums is certainly not going to be confused with Neil Peart or uh, John Bonham. Uh, Mike Shinoda, who who raps but also basically writes most of the music, keyboards, guitars, uh, he is a really good music- musician. He's a classically trained pianist. Um Johan had more impact as a DJ early on in their stuff and less kind of as they progressed. And Phoenix, Dave Farrell, Phoenix on the bass, you know, okay. I mean, they're not, they weren't obviously known for being musical savants, but something about their lyrics, their angst, all of that stuff in their music just connected with me early on. From the first time I heard, you know, songs off Hybrid Theory in 99, maybe even a little bit before that, um, connected with me. And I went on a deep dive, man. I, I, I looked up all their, you know, I got all their stuff from even before Hybrid Theory, a lot of their demo stuff. Um, there's a track called Step Up, which is a great track that Mike Shinoda's on. And all throughout their different kind of reinventions of their sound, I've been with them and seen them in concert 10, 15, 20 times. Always put on a good show. And but throughout throughout Lincoln Park's uh, many forms of their sound, one thing is always there, which is this angst and more uh, sadly Chester's depression. I mean, if you listen to their lyrics, I mean th- that song was waiting for the end. Um, they were never known to make. Uh, one of the, I remember one of the big things was when Meteora, their second album, came out. Was it Meteora? I'm trying to think. It all runs together, but Somewhere I Belong, big signal, right? 
big single, Somewhere I Belong. And I remember the big deal around that and all the trade magazines, the Rolling Stones of the world, was that they, they actually wrote a song that had some sort of positivity in it. Um, and those were few and far between if you looked at the, uh, the Lincoln Park catalog. And unfortunately, you know, we find this way too often in not only music, but all of the arts is that those that are deeply troubled, tortured souls often make amazing art and it's that balance it's that balance of trying to live the life of genius and artistic um artistic flow and then on the other side of things behind closed doors you're miserable I mean, it's it's not just music. I mean, look at Robin Williams. Look at a lot of the comedians. Mitch Hedberg. I mean, a ton of people. You, one way or another. I mean, the, the you're dealing with deep, dark depression, mental health issues. Um, it's a. I, I firmly believe it's a brain chemistry thing. It's like the same brain chemistry that causes people to get dark and depressed and be tortured and have these continuous thoughts in their head and have anxiety and all this stuff is the same brain chemistry that's needed to be um creative and a genius whether it's chris cornell or or chester bennington i mean we've we've seen far too many not just i mean yes suicide but i mean look at the amount of overdosing Look at the amount of uh, musicians and artists and comics who have OD'd or gone to one vice or another to try to deal with the pain of just being in this deep, dark place. Because uh, even though one would think, you know, the uh, I mean, I'll just put it this way. Listen, I've suffered from depression for, for forever and... Uh, there's good days and there's bad days, and luckily I've got meds and help and doctors and all that stuff, uh, and a supportive family and friends and all and all that stuff. But I can I can tell you this from battling it myself, um, that it it it's a daily struggle, man. And if you don't if you don't deal with that, I mean, great for you, that's awesome, but don't go with the Oh, he took the easy way out. He, you know, what a coward, all of that stuff. Because uh, if you're not dealing with mental health issues, you, 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 you don't get it. You don't understand it. It's, it's a huge, huge problem in this country of us with a lack of understanding of mental health issues and kind of just a lack of respect and, um, you know, dealing with it the right way. And... I've dealt with it, and that's kind of why I connected with Linkin Park, connected with Chester, and why I was hit so hard by him uh, killing himself, hanging himself, much in the same way that Chris Cornell did. They were friends. It was on Chris Cornell's birthday that he hung himself, and it's horrible. So uh, we'll probably play Linkin Park Rejoins most of the show today just for my own sanity um, because I can. 
Uh, interestingly enough, normally when I'm at the gym, uh, that's I listen to. That's what I listen to to get going. You know, because one step closer, all that stuff uh, get you going. But uh, ever since Chester passed, uh, I can't do it, man. I'm I'm at the gym and I'm on everything but that to motivate myself. And yesterday, I just I I mean I was just in a dark place yesterday. I don't know why, but I got to the gym last night and it, I mean, I was there for three hours. Probably overdid everything, did everything the wrong way. Probably going to, I mean, I'll probably feel it later, but I needed it. I needed uh, to just get it all out of me. Uh, So good for my health and good for my sanity. So thank God for the gym. I never thought I'd say that in my life. Thank God for uh, for uh, kind of my other distractions in life to uh, to keep my head up and on the shoulders. But uh, listen, uh, please, if you are, uh, I, I, I don't want to be Debbie Downer the entire show, and I'm not going to be. I'm gonna, there's going to be plenty of Kyrie Irving talk to come. But the one thing I need to say is, listen, if you uh, at any point in your life are suffering from any kind of depression, mental health issue, you don't know how to handle it, like reach out, reach out to somebody. There's, I know there's, if you just Google, there's, you can text a person, you can call, obviously there's a suicide hotline, but you can call people, you can walk into an emergency room, um, do something, get help, uh, find me, I'll, I'll freaking come to your house and share a beverage with you and you know, have a conversation because it's real and um, there's just too many good people on this earth that are suffering from mental health issues that uh, that need to stay on this earth and not um, do anything rash because they don't know how to handle it or can't handle it or it's too much of a burden. So that's my spiel. Um, Chester R.I.P. Uh on a selfish note, because I can be a callous bastard, uh, now would be a good time for a refund on my Lincoln Park tickets for the one more light door, as my bank account could use some cash flow. So that's that. That's something. Glad I got that email from Ticketmaster today. Uh, all right. That's enough of that. We we will... We'll, we will play Linkin Park the entire show. I don't care. I don't care if you like it or not. I don't care if you want to, you know, say they cr- they're they crap, which, I listen, I understand. No one's ever going to take Linkin Park and compare them to the greatest bands of all time. On the other hand, uh, they did have a way of connecting with their audience and their lyrics, I think, were really good. But um, uh, there's a lot to get to. Kyrie, LeBron, D-Wade, The Heat. The Cavs, there's a ton to get to on that front. Uh, I'm not sure if I want to do a deep dive into the trade machine because that can always be an issue. Like, I, I feel like if you want to do that, yeah, feel free to text your, your trades in. 67974, Cole Springs out of my Honda text line. Uh, also, a golfer at the, uh, the the Open Championship, which when I was growing up was just the British Open, but now we have to be technical and call it the Open Championship. Uh, in the next segment, I'll get, I've gone too long, so I won't, I have to do the, uh, 
Edwin Watts Golf Shop uh, Open Championship update, we will. A golfer shot a 62. Record low for major, I, I believe. So, considering the conditions that are always found uh, over there in the UK, that's pretty unbelievable. We'll see who's making a run. Um, and this Marlins ownership thing, I don't even know where to start. I don't even know where to go. Who's in? Who's out? Jordan, you're a baseball expert. Could you just do a deep dig? See see what the latest news is uh, during the break. See see where we are and keep us up to date because I can't. I, 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 is Jeets in? Is Jeets out? Jorge Moss? I, I, like, what's going on? Someone help. Help. And where the hell's Antoine? Oh, there he is. Hey, buddy. Show started at noon. Nice to have you. Hair's not looking sexy. You must have just rolled out of bed. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't pick it well. Are you, are you in a bad mood today? Oh, you're shaky. Do you want a hug during the break? I'll come out. Seriously, we could all use a hug. Jordan, Trevor, you guys want to go for a group hug during the break? Jordan's for it. Trevor, are you in for a group hug? No, he's not. Okay. It's probably better off we don't hug Trevor because uh, I I worry about Trevor's hygiene sometimes. I don't know how his wife does it, by the way. His wife is amazing, and I, I just, I don't know how my wife does it, for that matter. Glad to see you, Antoine. Glad you're here. All right, we'll uh, we'll jump into sports because uh, I was way too dark in the first segment. So we'll do that uh, after this on uh, the ticket. Riptide Music Festival, powered by Ford, is coming December 2nd and 3rd. And while bands won't be announced for a few weeks, discounted tickets. I checked with the boss this morning before I came on the air, and he's uh, being a little lenient this weekend. The big boss says tickets are off to a uh, a ridiculous pace, selling... Um, I think it four or five times they were last year at this point. But the boss is saying, listen, uh, we want to serve our listeners. So right now, if you want tickets to Riptide, big music festival, you don't want to miss it. Uh, they're on sale right now. Reduced price, less than half off. I mean, more than half off. Right now at thedickinmiami.com. So uh, I would do that. It, it's, it's the Riptide Music Festival. It's powered by Ford. Go to theticketmiami.com. You'll find all sorts of codes you can enter to get VIP. You can get hotel stays. Now is the time. Yeah, see, again, a song breaking the habit. It's just like every... I could listen to every Linkin Park song. I could literally go through all their albums and listen to every song and be like, oh, yeah. Get it. This was one of my favorite songs ever, by the way. Don't know how I got this way. Uh, all right, let's move on to sports. 
The, uh, by the way, thank you to all the texters coming in uh, for appreciating my first segment, talking about depression, talking about mental health issues. Have had several mental health issue uh, professionals uh, commenting, at least four commenting, hey, thank you for bringing attention to the subject. Um, so I, um, I appreciate uh, all the love. Uh, I, I can tell you that my life is, uh, whether it's love or hate, um, and I'll get into my stupid Twitter beef, uh, coming up in a bit, but, uh, just, just having people out there that are willing to hear my opinion or my take or my feels, uh, makes me feel good because, uh, it's, it just, you know, the fact that you're listening, pay attention, whatever, that, that's a good thing. All right, let's get to this. So yesterday... Bombs are dropping everywhere in Cleveland. Bombs over Cleveland. Bombs over Cleveland. I don't think that was the track, but still. Um, so first we find out, right, Kyrie wants out. And then a few moments later, we find out that Kyrie wants out because he's tired of playing with LeBron. That place is a dumpster fire. Holy crap. Dan Gilbert. I mean, holy crap. I mean, and, and here's the deal. I've been reading a lot about this, and it really truly makes sense. Take LeBron out of the Cavalier situation. Like, make pretend LeBron... Doesn't exist, which is hard because then we wouldn't have the different visuals of his hairline receding. But think about the Cleveland Cavaliers as an organization without LeBron at all. Not steady. uh, Just making mistake after mistake, doing stupid things. Dan Gilbert, uh, maybe sane or not sane. I don't know. But you put LeBron, you put arguably the greatest player ever, aside from MJ, into the mix, and that rights the ship a little bit. That gives them a little bit of credibility. That gives them something to hang on to. If it weren't for LeBron, I mean, the Cavs would be hopeless. So the fact that we now believe that LeBron is out after this year, If you're Kyrie, why would you want to be there anyways? Do you have any hope at all? Any faith in Dan Gilbert building around you? Why would you? Why why would you? They're thinking about Derrick Rose? Derrick Rose! He's 28. He's broken down more than my 95-year-old grandfather. Derrick Rose. I mean, holy crap. So now let's let's go further. Let's go further. If you're the Heat, and Kyrie mentioned four teams, or it was mentioned there's four teams that Kyrie would like to go to. Spurs and Heat being two of them. 
Although both of those teams, as I saw it pointed out somewhere in the 700 articles I was reading yesterday. You know what to do, Antoine? Could you text Tobin and see if he has a few minutes? Because I feel like I need to let him rant today. Because yesterday, uh, Tobin, for about 12 hours, this is how I pictured Brendan Tobin yesterday. And have your hand on the dump button, because we might, I might be pushing the limits here. Okay. T- the the Pope of Team Petty, this is this is how I pictured him yesterday. Four computers, seven televisions, all in a circle around him, him naked in the middle, just retweet, 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 quote tweet, quote tweet, screenshot, 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 screenshot. With a pair of shades, cigar, and like a gold chain. No, 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 not even. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't need anything. Like, anything that concerns Cleveland, like, is enough high for Tobin. He doesn't need any uh, other vices involved. But, <laughs> he's, so he's in a, like, surrounded by electronics, just going crazy. He's naked, and he's got a Costco-sized jug of uh, Jergens. You do with that what you will. Maybe he's moisturizing, maybe he's not. I mean, go back to Twitter. Like, I was on every social media yesterday. Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, everywhere. And there's just Tobin flying all over the place. Repost, repost, repost. Screenshot, screenshot, screenshot. Hot take, emoji, emoji, emoji. Just, it didn't stop. Because it's, it's unbelievable. But let me ask you this question. So we all believe the Heat have room for one more player in the roster. They have the mid-level exception. Um, Am I ever going to get the, is it exemption or exception? I think I've asked that question 20,000 times on the air and never been right once. The MLE, how about that? They've got the MLE, which is close to 4 million or whatever it is. And everyone is surmising that once D-Wade gets bought out at some point during the year, that he will come down here for that money. Mid-level exception. Thank you. Appreciate that. Exception. Not exemption. Exception. Okay. Can you tattoo that on my forehead? I don't have a tattoo gun on me. Oh. Should be required for you to bring that to work. By what I needed. Well, because when, uh, like, oftentimes you should, I think... It, Really, Who am I tattooing? Well, no, I mean, I think you should come to work and then like anytime I like I say something wrong or I need a, to re, a reminder, you should just tattoo it on me. Even though I'm a Jew and supposedly I'm not supposed to get tattooed because I can't get buried in a Jewish cemetery. But, you know, that's all negative stuff. Well, it depends on what you tattooed. No, it, it's not. Mm. Nah, I think it's where you tattooed. No. You can hide some tattoos. Not when the medical examiner is digging through your body, you can't. Mm. By the way, rest in peace, the dad from Home Alone. Oh. 72 years old, passed away. Still running through the airport trying to catch that plane, forgetting his kid. No, he caught the plane. He just didn't. No, he caught the plane. He forgot his kid. But he was never worried, concerned about his kid anyway. His mom was more concerned about him. Well, that's true. He was more concerned about catching the plane. He was more concerned about getting where they had to go. Where was that? Par- was it Paris or London? The first one was Paris. Yeah, Paris. Yeah, Florida. No, it wasn't. I, was- no, I no, no, no. Don't no, no, 
Nay, nay. Nay, 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 nay. Pretty good. No, no. Wait, eh. Listen, the first one classic. Anything after that is just was just stuff. Listen, Ed. Yeah. Home Alone One classic. Who the hell's calling me? Oh, my uh, my guardhouse. Evidently, they don't know I'm on the air. Call my wife. Um. <laughs> Someone says, "Call Cleroy. We need a Cavs reporter to sum up the most recent news." Uh, all right, so here's here's the situation. A lot of people expect. Hopefully, I'm I've been going on the hashtag flashback route for months. Hashtag flashback. But then you gave it up. I never really gave it up. I was persuaded to to slow down on it by Tobin and Leroy. The last time I listened to those guys. Uh, by the way, this comes in from a texture. The dad in Home Alone, also the guy that picked on Tom Hanks in the movie Big. Just saying. Did not know that. Yeah. Well, now you do. It's been, it's been a while since I saw Big. So. Big's a good movie. Great it's movie. a good movie. It, it is a great movie. It gets just... get you. It gets you the feels. Great. Uh, it's not on Netflix. It's not? You've looked? I went through a couple of Tom Hanks movies recently. I didn't see it. I think the last one I saw was The Burbs. Okay. Thanks for that Netflix update. This Netflix update brought to you by Antoine. I just want to say The Burbs. Can I go on with my sports point now? Don't do not do that. Don't do that. Don't treat this like it's a midday show. <laughs> this is your show. <laughs> I know, but I, I would like to, I like, I very rarely do I go do sports hot takes, and I, I'm kind of in the mood. So. Oh, okay, okay. Well, don't make it time. Well, like okay, so, I, like, we're hitting the break. Here we go. Here's the question. Come in on the text line, 67974, Coral Springs Automaha Honda text line, which is, uh, didn't LeBron leave Dwayne Wade to go play with Kyrie? Yes or no? Okay, See. so if you're Dwayne Wade and you're, thank you, Jordan, for that dumbass. Uh, <laughs> that was a rhetorical question. You, you didn't really need to answer, but it's fine. It's good. Thank you for answering in Spanish, though. Uh, is LeBron left Dwayne Wade to go play with, uh, oh, he's also the dad in Beetlejuice. No, he wasn't. Was he? No. No, he wasn't. No. No. I'm no. trying to think. No, he's not. No, I know for a fact he's not. He's not. He's not the dad, but wait, is he? Um, nope. He's not in Beatles at all. But was he in that? Remember they brought that group of people over to 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 look at the place? Nope. With the dinner scene? Is he no in one, that scene? No. They confused him because, sure because they both had kind of like red hair. That's a, that's a completely different guy. No, I know it's. I know. I know it's. And a he's not a part of that group either. For the love of all that's holy, I get you. No, I I'm can't saying get, he's not a part of the other. I group will get either. to my D Wade Kyrie point never after the break because because Antoine is busy trying to mess with my flow. Back after this in the ticket. So far, lovely Saturday, but that could always change here in South Florida. God, the storms the last couple of days have been violent. The other day, we were I was sitting at my desk, and I mean, 
huge boom, and as it turned out, lightning struck within feet of the building and blew a transformer. Luckily, we have a, a generator that can help us survive for like 20 million days. So, I mean, there's no blood. There's nothing uh, that makes you feel safer than the biggest uh, propane tank in the neighborhood sitting in the parking lot of your building when lightning is striking it. But that, that that's fine. Anyways, so uh, all the lights were off. Like, when, when the power goes out in the radio stations, the generator automatically goes on, but it only runs systems that are needed to keep the stations on the air and the buildings only somewhat functioning. So a lot of uh, unnecessary lights and power goes out. Um, so I'm sitting at my desk, and I don't know, I guess they uh, believe that I'm not integral to the running of the radio station and I'm working on like major automation stuff in our next gen system trying to get some stuff squared away and uh, yeah the boom fizzled done out and then I couldn't log back in I called it a day I went home I think I went to the gym but regardless I left I was just like no nothing no no sorry Everyone else, like all the other people that, that do things, they have the uh, the backups, the battery backups. They have all sorts of stuff that kicks in when the power goes out. Me, my office, oh nothing. Just I have two computers that are like really important to functioning, and no. I remember seeing an email pop up. Yeah, I'm, I'm out of here. Yeah, I'm out. I'm just uh, like out. And like Rob Sidney, who programs light. Uh is running around making sure his systems are all good like everyone's running around like crazy because i mean it, it i mean the last thing you want when you work in a building filled with electronics is a big lightning strike within feet of the building right uh so everyone's running around like crazy and rob sydney just was looking at me in my office like and with dead computers going wait a minute you're not on the uh i'm like no it's like you should be i'm like well great that doesn't help me now it's like, you ought to really talk to one of the engineers about that. I'm like, do you think now's the time? It's like, probably not. They're trying to keep us on the air. So I just left. I was like, what am I going to do? Hmm. All right. Here's, here, here's this. First of all, one, I failed to do the British Open scoreboard, so I need to do that. It's brought to you by Edwin Watts Golf Shop, home of the 90-day 100% guarantee. Uh, Jordan Spieth, still your leader, nine under par, uh, three under uh, for the day so far. He's only through eight. Um Looking really good. Mark Matt Kuchar, two shots behind, seven under. Brooks Kepka, four shots behind at five under. But I want you to look at where's this where, where did this guy go? Uh who was the guy that shot the 62? I just I just oh, it's it's uh Grace. There we go. Hello. Um uh, Brandon Grace. Okay. This dude shot an 8-under 62, a record for any round at a major. At the Open Championship, a.k.a. the British Open, where it's always windy, weather conditions always suck, he shot a 62. He shot a 70 in round one, a 74 in round two, and a 62 in round three. That still makes him 4-under and within striking distance of Spieth. 
Holy crap. He moved up 41 spots. That's unbelievable. I'm not a huge golf guy, but when it comes to the majors, like tomorrow there's a good chance I'll, I'll, I'll watch the end of this thing. There's something about, you know, coming down the back nine of a major when there's a couple golfers in contention. It's kind of a much, much, like much, much, I can't emphasize the word much enough, slower version of the Kentucky Derby because they're coming down the stretch. Except the Kentucky Derby is the fastest two minutes in sports and a golf uh, tournament is the slowest three, four hours in sports. Okay, back to my hot basketball takes. Here's the deal. So, as we come to find out, as we read more about this, and Michael Lee has a great, he's one of the few remaining writers at the Vertical because everyone else has gone over to ESPN. Michael Lee uh, has this take in Yahoo's Vertical, which is basically... I'll sum it up for you. Kyrie wanted to be the centerpiece of a franchise. Goes to the Cavaliers. It doesn't matter that they suck. He just wants to be the centerpiece of a franchise. All of a sudden, LeBron James says, you know what? I like Kyrie's skills. I have a better chance of winning there than in Miami with uh, Dwayne Wade's skills diminishing. I choose to go back to Cleveland. So LeBron chose Kyrie. Kyrie didn't choose LeBron. LeBron goes back to Cleveland, they win, right? But still, inside Kyrie, he wants to be the centerpiece of the franchise. And LeBron's getting all the love, right? Hometown guy, Akron, or this whole thing. The love is LeBron. He doesn't feel the love, Kyrie. He wants to be the centerpiece of a franchise. He wants it to be all about him. And so, he probably wasn't very happy... The entire time, but winning kind of masked that. And now he's come to realize that they can't beat the Warriors anymore. Like the day, like Cleveland's chances are over. LeBron's going to leave in a year. Like, so why does he have to be there? He wants to go somewhere else where he can have more love because he needs the love. So there's four spots out there. Whether it's New York, it's Miami, it's San Antonio, I forget the fourth one. But here's the deal, though. San Antonio and Miami are not the place you go to be, hey, look at me. Nope. They're the place you go when you want to be in a system with a culture. Right? Now, yeah, obviously, when, when LeBron came to Miami and joined the Big Three, like, yeah, it, it, he was, you know, the, the big man on campus with D-Wade and Chris Bosh, but it was the system, it was the culture that helped them be successful. Like, dude, Kyrie, if you're looking to go to a place where you want it, want it to be all about you, it's not down here, and it's certainly not in San Antonio with Pop. I mean, maybe it's New York. But good luck winning there. They're a mess. So I don't know what to tell you, but here's my thought on this. I really want Dwayne Wade back with this franchise. Now, granted, I want him back at a uh, at a different... Um, at the middle of exception well, coming off the bench. Well, yeah. I, I, I have different expectations. Like I don't expect Dwayne Wade to be the, the, the leader of the franchise anymore. Um, I just want him back 
because one, I like him. Two, uh, his wife's hot. Uh, but three, he means so much to this community, so much to this team, but he gets the culture, he gets the whole thing, and I think he'd be a great, he would make great impressions on a lot of guys on this team, especially Dion. I think he would be perfect for mentoring Dion and making sure Dion stays on the right path. Now, for D Wade, obviously, he'd have to kind of say to himself, all right, it's okay if I come off the bench and only play 15, 18 minutes a night. That's okay. Maybe in crunch time, last two, three, four minutes of the game, I'll be in there. Right? Probably. So, I would really like that. If you're Kyrie, sorry, if you're Dwayne Wade, and your move is to eventually come back to the Heat, and you know that LeBron left you for Kyrie. You don't want to come back to the Heat if Kyrie's here? Now, this is where you have to make a choice. Right? Kyrie, arguably right now, one of the best players in the NBA. Dwayne Wade is not. To get Kyrie, you'd have to give up a crap ton. Probably Goran Dragic, Tyler Johnson, and who knows what else. Well, no, definitely Goran Dragic. Yeah. So. To give up most of your offense. <laughs> right. So. But you'd still have Kyrie. You'd still have Dion. You'd still have James Johnson. You might not even have Hassan. You might have to package him in a three-team te- deal. To make it all work. If you could give all that for Kyrie, Kyrie's not. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's the question. That's the question I ask Heat fans. Six seven nine seven four in the Cool Springs Auto Mall text line, which is, would it be worth it? Is Kyrie to, worth to gut that? gut half your team for Kyrie, and then know that Dwayne Wade probably wouldn't come back if you had Kyrie, and certainly know that LeBron ain't coming back if you have Kyrie. Nah. So I, do you want to hold out hope, or do you want to just make a splash and hope that works? He, Kyrie doesn't fit the way we play our well, we I mean, offense. Yes. Right now, Kyrie does not fit with the Heat culture and the Heat system. But if there's a place that can make you adapt, it's this place. Right? If there's a place that can show you the way... it's Like, like Riley is... People want to call him the godfather. He's more like Yoda. Riley is Yoda. He will take you... He will make you uh, carry him on his back while you go through a training course that involves a fake Darth Vader, and you will learn the ways of the Force, and on the other side of it, you'll be able to get the X-Wing fighter out of the swamp with the Force. And I think Riley would look at a Kyrie Irving, possibly, I don't know this, I I've never met Pat Riley in my life. Well, I've talked to him uh, as a journalist, well, but I've never regardless like, of whether you met we've him never or, like broken bread or anything. Right, but regardless of whether you've met him or not, you know he I just, like he loves things like this. Right, right. Like so this would be a challenge. Like, can I take Kyrie and shape him into a heat player? Oh no, I don't think Pat, Pat On the that other part. hand, Riles loves loyalty. Goran Dragic, loyal, heat player, heat culture. 
You got to weigh all this. Right, but Pat's not a Pat's not that loyal. He'll trade. Everyone. No, no, he will. He'll make a move. He'll I mean, make, he'll we, make we've moves. seen it before. Right. He traded half the team to get Shaq. I mean, I get that. So my thing is, if does Kyrie, Kyrie doesn't fit the way we play. No, he want he he want he wants the ball. He wants the ball. He yeah, this is the, he he's not moving the ball around. ISO. He want, yeah. yeah, he's ISO. He wants the ball. I get that. Yeah. I totally understand that. But maybe he's willing to change. He obviously two of the clubs that he would like to go to Miami and San Antonio. He has to know. He's gonna. They're gonna force he, him to change. He has to know that he'd have to change his game. Either pop or spoil. They're either. They're both gonna tell right. him, You got to pass the ball. You cannot just correct. Can't take the ball and go to the hoop. You just can't. So I'm. I'm perplexed. I don't know. I don't know what to do here. So I look out to you guys. I'm gonna run through your text. You know what, uh, Antoine? But you do it. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. No, because that it, it helps no one. It brings no one on. Antoine, I issue this command. Unlock the phones! Uh. 786-360-0790. 786-360-0790. Kyrie, Wade, LeBron, chime in. Do it now. And Bill, if you want to call, feel free, because I want to talk to you about the voicemail you left for our GM, Doug. Did I tell you about that? No, you did not. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You bring doom upon the house, sir. Speaking of devils. Is he on the phone right now? I don't know. Tell him he's first after the break. We're breaking now on the ticket. If that's who it is. Yeah, but...